welcome to the Self-Empowered Mums podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Hansen. I'm a high-performance mindset coach. I help mums step into their power and embody the individual that they are outside of mum life, family life, and work life so that they can understand themselves on a more deeper level than the labels that society places on them. I'm a mama to a beautiful little girl with another little one on the way, and I'll be using this platform to talk to amazing women around the world who are stepping into their power as not just mums, but individuals who are living their life by their truth. In each episode, we'll be gathering knowledge, experience, education, and wisdom to provide you guys with easily digestible information so that you can start implementing these tools into your life to start living your life with more alignment. In this podcast, I speak with Jess Ryder. Jess is a gym owner in the Sunshine Coast. She helps mums absolutely transform their bodies and their minds. And she does this through her strength training protocols, her fasting protocols, and a really, really cool diet protocol that she follows. And this is one that I've been following for quite a while, one that has absolutely transformed the way that I look, I feel, and how I perform. And this is the carnivore diet one that hasn't been spoken about much, you don't hear much about it, um, which is really, really cool because we were able to dive a bit deeper into this. And um, yeah, this was a really great chat and I really look forward to sharing this with you guys because you will get a lot out of it. If you are looking to improve your performance, your physical health and your mindset, your mental health, then this is a really great one to dive into. And um, I look forward to hearing your feedback from this. So let's get straight into it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for coming on today. I'm very excited for this chat. And I am actually, I know the impact that this is going to make because you and I both know how amazing, like, I guess, real movement is and the protocols and the nutrition and the training that are associated to that and the impact that it makes on our health and our well-being and our performance and all of that. Yeah. So I wanted to get you on here and talk about all of this um, in a way that a lot of people can kind of comprehend. Yeah. Um, but first, I would like it, if you could just introduce yourself to everyone and just explain to everyone who you are, um, what you do, and yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm Jess. I live on the sunny coast and I actually own a gym. Well, it's not really a gym. It's like a group training center, I guess you would call it. Um, yeah. So we're super passionate about helping moms find who they were. And now we've kind of expanded into dads and stuff too, because we believe that we know that if mom is working really, really hard and dad asks for KFC on the way home, there's going to be a lot of roadblocks on the way to getting them healthy. And if, you know, if mom's coming into the gym every day and she's working really hard on her daily freedoms and, you know, using her, we use a quarterly planner, using their planner and everything like that. And dad walks in, he's like, oh, you do that thing again. <laughs> Unless you've got a one in all in approach, we're not really going to make the impact we want to on the local community. Yeah. Yeah. So we've just started opening our doors up to hobbies and, and other men as well. So it's been really, really good. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's a little bit about who I am, but yeah, basically I'm a 29 year old woman who wants to impact about 5,000 women by the time I turn 40 easy you can do that for sure yeah you can do that by the end of this year i know that you can do that (laughs) um yeah 
Do you want to tell everyone about a little bit about what the daily freedoms are? Because I think they're very important. And I know you talk a lot about that. So I think that'll help a lot of people understand as well. Yeah. Yeah. So daily freedoms are basically we, when everyone joins our gym, we get them to set out their five year performance and personal goal or ideal life not necessarily a goal with a deadline of five years, but basically what if all their life went to plan, how it would look and what they'd be able to achieve in their life. So performance is a really, really good one because you have to work every day that you have to do the work to get the results. So a part of that is breaking it down into even smaller achievable steps. And every day, if you spend 10 minutes a day for a month, you've spent five hours in that month progressing yourself to something that you really, really want in your life. So we've just run a Your Move performance project. We're in the second month now and we assigned everyone's daily freedoms for them. So they didn't have to think about it. So for 10 minutes every day, they had to do split stretch or it was like, it's just the range of strength um, protocols. And they had to do that for 10 minutes every day. So one day they did side split protocol and the next day they did straddle split protocol. So like horse dance and stuff like that. And so our women have gone from being, you know, 30 centimeters off the ground to about four centimeters off the ground in one month. And that's from that, from that, a part of their daily freedoms, whether they had to use their planner every day. And then the more that they do, the more they tick off, the more tickets they get. And then the more tickets they get, the better chance they've got of winning the the prize. So the more work you do, the better chance you've got. That's so cool. And I feel like that's really good. And I was going to lead into this, but we'll go there now because we're here. With, yeah. With the skills training and the, the range of strength and stuff. I mean, we go through life thinking, oh, we, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't do the splits. I can't do, like, I can't juggle. So what I really like about what you guys do is you guys help people with, I guess, a skills program or with handstands and juggling and um, range of strength and all those things that people would automatically believe or think that they couldn't do. I guess you help them get into the mindset of just starting with small little goals and then progressing. And then all of a sudden you're like three ball juggling, you're doing a five second handstand and it's like, wow, I can actually do this stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's not like I've never been able to, it's like, Oh, I haven't done this since. Yeah. So it's already stuff they already know they can do. It's just more mental and confidence. Like a lot of them with handstands, the idea of going upside down just freaks them out. It's not that they can't do it. It's just that they like get freaked out with going upside down. So it's breaking through those barriers and producing that growth mindset for people. And the same with juggling. We've got one client, Whitney. Um, She's been trying to juggle for ages and she's just been practicing on and off. And with this month of your move, she has decided to commit to juggling every day as a part of her daily freedoms. Wow. And she can three ball now and she just PB'd her, like she got 73 throws from the left hand in one minute. Holy crap. That's on a three amazing. ball. When at the, the end of last month, at the start, so we do skills testing at the start of every month. And last month when she tested, I think she could only get like 20 or something. Wow. That's she amazing. She could barely even three ball juggle six weeks ago. And now yeah. she can do 73 throws from the left hand in a minute. So crazy. And I guess um, my question is what kind of impact does this have on your mind when you're practicing a skill that once you could not ever think that you could do? What impact does it have on your mind when you start seeing that progress? It unlocks so many things. So we've got, so we are about, we're just like, we're kind of similar to you guys, right? But we're not as in depth in the mind. That's why I come to you for everything. (laughs) But um, yeah, so we understand that the more we unlock physically, the more we'll unlock mentally. And so the more that we can help women progress onto three ball or onto freestand handstand, even if it's only a three second hold and just giving them little tips and tricks 
to, to progress a little bit further, we've got one client who has then taken all of her focus that she does physically and put it into her finances. She's in the best financial position she's ever been in her life. She's taken, yeah, she's taken it and she has used the same kind of breakdown that we have in the daily freedoms and done it to her financial life. And she has paid off all her afterpay, all her PayPal. She's paid off this line of credit that she had running. They refinanced their home loan. And when they did the refinance, she'd paid so much in advance. They came out with $5,000 savings in cash. Whoa, that's insane. And that just goes to show like, and that's why I really like the whole juggling handstand thing. It's like, wherever, if you're doing that in your life now, if you're juggling and learning the resilient mindset that comes with it, that doesn't just impact your juggling skills and your handstand yeah. skills. It impacts your whole life because you can take those lessons and those skills and that mindset and put it into other areas of your life and everything else improves. Yeah. We've got women who were kind of like, I use the term a lot, snack bitches. So they were just living their life as snack bitches. They were just living their life for their children. And when they start learning things and developing things and they realize that, fuck, I can do more than just make peanut butter sandwiches that they actually want to do more with their life. So we've got Katie, our new staff member that started with us yesterday, 12 months ago, talking to her before we started implementing our real movement, like I guess philosophy, um, she'd come to the gym. She was in good shape, but now like she'd never been able to touch her toes. She can touch her toes. But on the flip side of that in her life, she has manipulated her funds to be able to pay for her bookkeeping course. She's paid for a bookkeeping course and she's decided that she wanted to do this, this and this. And I turned to her and I said, I need you to come work for me. Yeah. And now she ended up awesome. working with us. So yeah, she went from like, just coming to the gym and doing whatever to being like, no, the kids need to do this. Her husband's gone and he's gone to go study as well to be completely qualified in his actual field that he does. Like he's been working in the field for years, but he's decided to go do the course and get educated and get certified correctly like they've uphold their whole life and now she's going to come work for us. That is incredible. That is so amazing. It's a mad vibe. I love it. So good. So good. All right. So um, I guess my next question is how does strength training, because you do a lot of dense strength training to heavy staff. Mm. How does that impact your life and your health and your business and everything else that's happening? Yeah, I guess a reason why we do train it is because of how I feel from it. And I feel when I hit a really good squat, um, like in regards to technique or if I hit a heavy back squat or I lift something really heavy off the floor, I literally feel like a boss. Yeah. I know that if I have ticked off something pretty epic on my day or that week, my, ch- my three-year-old can throw down as many tantrums as his wants. And like, I've got this. Yeah. So I think being able to push through physical barriers in another way rather than just skills. And that's, you know, developing strength over time and putting in that work. And when it pays off, it's like, yeah. It's, it's like studying for four years and graduating, right? So for me, that feels the same when I do my strength work. And I know that the stronger I am physically, the stronger I feel mentally. So yeah. I want to keep my strength training up. I want to keep being strong. I want to be able to do things. I went to, went to Bunnings the other day with Jake and we were carrying this panel of timber and I was at the front and he was at the back and Jax was holding on wherever he could to help. Yeah. And um, I remember at the checkout, we we're about to go onto the road And so Jax was going to be holding on with like one finger to a piece of timber and we're going to be walking in a busy car park. So I just picked the sheet of paper, uh, timber up and carried it myself out of the car park. (laughs) And I remember the lady at the checkout looking at me like, 
And like Jake's not a weakling. Like he's got a two thirty back squat. He's a he's the state like record holder for weightlifting. Like yeah, yeah. It's not like he's weak. It's just the fact that I was like, fuck this. Like fuck walking through a car park with a kid holding onto a board that's slipping out of my hands. So I just picked it up over my shoulder and carried it out. So and it wasn't good. light, but I just did it. But if I wasn't as strong and as mobile as I am, I wouldn't be able to just get on with life. Yeah, yeah. And like I guess having kids as well, I think it's important that we can take them rock climbing and go and do fun activities where we feel confident within ourselves that we're not going to injure ourselves. We can climb a wall without feeling uncomfortable and, you know, like we're being, I don't know, you know what it's like when you're not mobile, yeah. when you're not fit. It's like really challenging to do things. And I, I'm feeling it now because I'm so much heavier because I'm <laughs> pregnant. I've got this big belly on me and I'm like, I can't, I, I took my mobility and my activity for granted when yeah. I was fit because like now I know it's getting harder and I know that a lot of women do just, this is normal for them. Yeah. And I think it's important to be able to improve your strength and mobility so you can actually have a much better life with your children and do fun things without feeling like you're going to injure yourself and you have that strength to be able to mm. do what it is, whatever you want without any limitations. Yeah. Like even just getting up off the floor, half the women that start with us struggle to get up off the floor while holding, holding their child. Yeah. And you're like, dude, you should be able to get up off the floor with a newborn in your arm without any issues, without straining your core. You should be able to manipulate your body in a position to be able to get up without groaning or trying to find something to lean on like I feel like that's how you should be when you're 80 yeah not when you're in your your mid to late 20s with a child like and I get childbirth takes it out of you I I understand all that I had a cesarean but if I hadn't have been so fit and strong leading into my cesarean I was up and walking around in less than 12 hours after my cesarean and the to the point where the midwives that came on shift didn't think that I was actually um had a cesarean they thought that (laughs) I have a spider on me. Um, they thought that I'd had a V-burst. And oh. so they actually were like, well, you need to go change your nappy, your kid's nappy over here because he's crying. Um, and Because all these women have just had a cesarean in the last 24 hours. And I was like, bitch, I just had one in the last 12 hours. Like, <laughs> just because I can get yeah. myself out of bed correctly and use the right muscles. And then, yeah, the other women were flat on their back for days, days. I went home after two days. Wow. It was just because I had the ability to connect with muscles to get me out of bed without straining the core where the, where the cut was. And yeah. so that really opened my eyes after birth about how important it is to be prepared for birth. Like you're going to, you'll be boss after birth because yeah. you have that dense strength. You have the skills, the balance, the like mind to muscle connectivity. Whereas, yeah, sometimes it's just, I don't even understand how people function like that. Yeah, I, and I've been there. Like before I had Ella, I didn't have the, the knowledge that I have now. And mm. now that I know what I do know, I look back at that time and be like, holy crap, like I know that I could have recovered so much faster. I know that I could have, like my labor was pretty good. It was only five hours, but at the same time, my mindset was not the same as what it is now. So the whole process was so much different. And I know that all of like working on your physical and mental strength just makes a huge impact in everything that happens in our life, especially childbirth, especially being parents, like a lot of us are all moms here. So it's, yeah, it not, doesn't, doesn't just help us physically, but mentally as well. Yeah. Insanely. Building some actually, serious resilience. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to talk about um, your nutrition because I think this is something that not many people have heard about and yep. 
it's something that I'm really passionate about because I'm also, I do exactly what you do, not so much now that I'm pregnant because fasting for me is, um, it's just really hard being pregnant because I'm always hungry. And if I don't eat, I feel sick. So um, I want to talk to you about fasting and also the carnivore diet because I know the impact that it's made on my life, my performance, my health and my success, but also you are living proof and you are doing it perfectly like good right now. So I want you to explain a little bit about your fasting protocols that you follow right now. I know you're on a 72 hour fast at the moment. (laughs) So insane. Um, So yeah, share about what you do like through your day-to-day life with your fasting and then the occasional longer fast that you do. Yeah. So I try to stick to a six, 16 and eight fast. Um, So I fast for 16 hours and feast for eight. And so a lot of the time when people fast, they actually just drop a meal rather than condensing their calories into that eight hour window. So I'm still hitting two to 2000 to two and a half thousand calories in eight hours. And all of those calories come from meat products. So I, I eat on a carnivore diet. I could probably eat a better, cleaner carnivore diet, um, <laughs> but I really like goat's cheese and um, I'm not, I'm working on the organ eating. So a, a traditional carnivore is nose to tail. And if you go way back when, People always ate offal. Like if you go back, you know, even a hundred years, even before diabetes was rampant, before cancer was rampant, like before all those different sources and flavorings and MSG and shit really affected us. The only thing that was an issue was kind of like what tobacco and alcohol, I think. So if we can go back to traditional eating where we didn't have high rates of diabetes, we didn't have high rates of cancer, you can see that when you used to eat meat organs, so heart, liver, kidney, that kind of stuff, brain even. I'm not a brain person. Lamb's brain. I love lamb's brain, actually. Did you? Yeah, we had um, we made a lamb's brain broth. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good, I reckon. It was really good. You'd love it. You'd yeah. love it. Yeah. And like you can, and people just like have such a misconception about it too. And, and I do have vegans and vegetarians that train with me and I'm cool with that. Like I'm not against those types of eating. But I had a, a ex-vegan of eight years come into the gym. She's actually our yoga instructor. And she mentioned that eating that vegan diet actually destroyed her guts. Mm. I actually have never met a vegan that has admitted that ever yeah. in my life or ex-vegan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got a couple yeah. of friends who are ex-vegan who have had really bad gastroenteritis like issues. So mm. like, um, gut issues, bloating, like IBS, all of those like, um, like GI, gastroenteritis yeah and that i know for a fact and i know like i can feel it now when i eat like a certain vegetable or something like a piece of fruit i can feel in my belly it's gurgling certain types affect Mm. me some don't um but that's what i really love about the carnivore it's like i never once felt bloated on the carnivore i've never had bad gas i never had um like wind or it's just crazy and yeah I feel like it's like there's such a stigma about it because I understand like old science, there's new science now on the, um, where was it? I saw it. I think it wasn't council, the cancer council, but it was a study that was done over in America. It says now that animal fat, butter, all of those saturated fats are actually good for heart disease and diabetes. Yeah. Like my guts feel so soothed after eating a good broth or having a high content of animal fat in my meal. Yeah. To the point, like, you know, like a big, and people are going to cringe when I say this, but like a big juicy piece of fat along the edge of my 
my steak. Yeah. And you know, it you can eat as much meat as you want as long as you're eating a variety of your meat. It's just like fruit and veg. Like if you just stick to one fruit and one vegetable, like you're not going to get the benefits of everything. And so I believe that you need to have an array of meat in your diet. Um, and you know, vegetables do play some part with detoxing and that's, that's my belief. Um, but it's not something that I want to eat every day. If I eat vegetables, they have to be really, really well cooked or stewed because my stomach does not agree. And after Jack's, I went on the gaps diet. Have you heard of the gut and psychology protocol? Yeah. So I used a lady named Heather. She's here local on the sunny coast. She's pretty amazing. She's gap certified from the States. And, um, she helped open my eyes up so much to the point where I actually end up having to live off bone brush stews for like three weeks so that I could actually eat again. Because every time I would eat, I would vomit, I would be severely bloated and I would have the runs no matter what I ate. That's crazy. Even to the point where it was red meat. And she was like, all right, we need to go back to basics. Showed me gaps. I lived like semi gaps protocol since then and then met Keegan did real movement and I was like this is like the next level of gaps I'm down <laughs> it is a eh? yeah so I just like I it's it reset reassured me that the path I was on was correct yeah. to see the results that I was getting I'm the leanest I've ever been besides one time that I cut for a fitness model comp yeah um, I'm the strongest I've ever been and my mind is so much clearer. So I'd get really, really bad brain fog eating certain things. If I ate rice, for example, I wouldn't actually be able to take the ring off my finger. My limbs would swell up so much. My face, my nose, my eyes. So you can see if I come into the gym of a morning um, and I'd been eating really bad food, my clients can call me out on it because I'll have puffs under my eyes and my lips will be puffy. That's crazy. So Um, different people are are sensitive in different ways to inflammation. So when we eat inflammatory foods or drink alcohol and stuff like that, some people's sensitivity is low. So they don't feel as many of the effects. They just get like a bloating or a beer gut. And then other people's, it can go into the blood flow and go to the extremities. So I could end up with like, my feet don't even fit in my shoes. Like it can get really, really bad. Yeah. I remember actually our first, when I first met you at that real movement workshop and they, this is the first I heard of the carnivore diet and all on, and, like you know traditional it's good to eat five fruit whatever and i don't even know what it is now but it's like you eat your fruit and veg like that's what's good for you blah 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 and then i went to this real movement workshop with all these strong like these guys are phenomenal they are five five ball juggling lifting the most incredible amounts of weights doing 30 second handstands like doing the most incredible splits (laughs) and the splits at the same like (laughs) they can lift this high dense amount of weight and yeah. then going straight into the splits. It's like, that's not common. You, that's, no. not, that's not common at all. So, and then they started cooking the Barbie for lunch and it was all meat. And I was like... There wasn't even plates. It was just paper <laughs> Exactly. And we're sitting there like carnivores eating off this barbecue. And I was like, is this legit? Like, I, that was the first I even heard of it. And I was like, I can't believe what I've just experienced. So that's, that yeah. was the start of my carnivore diet. And since then, that's... The leanest I've been, healthiest I've been, strongest I've been, um, most skill developed that I've been, mm. mindset was so clear. So I know for a fact that that's helped me so much. And again, the inflammation in my gut was just next level. I've yeah. not ever been able to, um, like I've not been as less bloated as I had been ever. I've always been bloated after I eat. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. So um, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the carnivore diet, guys. Yeah, my, my P&D and A&D was super severe after having Jack's. And then GAPS is essentially what helped soothe my gut, repair it, and get me back on track. Yeah. And my P&D and A&D has been able to stay subsided as long as I stay on a good diet. I stick to my fasting protocols. So my 16 and 8. Sometimes I stretch out to 10 and 14, but I'll stick to it for the whole week rather than going so up and down. Yeah. Your body, you, like I just try to stick to it. So if I know that I've got, if I'm going away on a holiday, for example, or I'm going to be somewhere else, I'll adjust to a 10 and 14 because the 10 and 14 is meant to be better for women's hormones and stuff like that as well. Yeah. But sometimes it's a little bit more flexible if you're out and about with family and friends, the 10 and 14, and then I just stick to my carnivore and that. And then I drop to a 72 hour fast and completely fast for 72 hours on just water and bone broth. But this time it's just been water. Yeah. And um, do you want to explain to people why you do that? Like, why would you fast for 72 hours? <laughs> well, for me, um, it's like a full reset. So it resets my, it gives my guts a chance to rest and repair, right? Hmm. So it gives my gut tract a chance to literally just switch off. Because if you're eating five times a day, you're literally having your guts run all the time. Your digestive system is just running around the clock. The only time it kind of stops is when you're exercising because all the blood goes to your extremities or wherever you're working. And then maybe when you sleep. But so if you're thinking about how hard your digestive system runs every day, eating your five small meals or eating three or four meals plus snacks, and then you're drinking, like you're just flogging it constantly. Yeah. Whereas if you're fasting, the digestive system gets a chance to relax. And then the same if you do a 72 hour. So 72 hour fast helps reduce inflammation for me. So I've done it now just before my period is due on monday <laughs> i've had i've had to uproot my whole life on the weekend and move into a caravan so we can sell our property with a three-year-old um, are you moving your house yeah we've got a we're, so we've bought a property pending the sale of our property oh i see yeah so, okay. so we're just staying in a caravan so i don't have to clean up after <laughs> a three-year-old for every open home because it's yeah. just stupid um and yeah so I'm actually really grateful that I did the fast at this time. I don't know why I wasn't going to start till Tuesday night. And then for whatever reason, Monday night, I was super compelled to start. And Tuesday morning when I woke up, I'm like, no, that's it. My fast is started from eight o'clock the night before I'm done. I had a client who was, who was fasting with me. I was like, dude, I started last night. I don't know why, but I had to. And then I've had heaps of stuff just thrown at me in the last two days. And I think I almost knew that I had shit coming up and I needed to fast. And like I said to you in the messages earlier, it's been so good to fast in this stressful time because I've been able to use my energy to focus on other things mm. and act accordingly and support the people that I need to the right way without, without having aches and pains or bloating or, you know, disruption because yeah. I've emotionally eaten, <laughs> emotionally yeah. eaten in this, this time of crisis. I've had someone really, really close to me die yesterday, a little bit sudden, more sudden than we ever thought it was going to happen. Yeah. And so I had a big day of reflection yesterday. I onboarded a new staff member. Like I had heaps of shit going on, but if I wasn't fasting, I don't think I would have been so clear in my head to get through it. So for me, it refreshes my brain. Yeah. Helps me get back on track, reduces inflammation through the body and gives my digestive system a chance to reset. Yeah. And I think it's really important, especially cause like I've got cancer in my family and I know for a fact that if I don't do long fasts, that my body will not be able to get rid of old damaged cells. So that's why I love it so much as well. It's because of the process of autophagy, which is where your body 
because it's not having to digest food all the time, it can yeah. then repair itself properly yeah. and get rid of old damaged cells that are causing chaos in your body. So that's one of the most important reasons why I like to do the long, longer fast. Obviously, yeah. I can't do that now that I'm pregnant and <laughs> everything's so different, but I can't wait to get straight back into it because I love the clarity that you have, the mindset, mm. uh, the resilience, I guess, that you build as well because you realise that you, we don't eat because we're hungry we eat because it's a habit and we're like socially trained to do that. Yeah. Like if you want to catch up a friend, let's go get something to eat. Yeah. Like you, you haven't seen your family in ages. Let's go out for dinner. Yeah. So you eat, you might not even be hungry, but cause you're out, you're like, you know what? I'm going to spoil myself and I'm going to get this massive meal and then yeah. you eat the whole and thing. Dessert. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. And like, it just goes to show because like, I know when I did my very first 72 hour fast, I, at the end of it, I wasn't even hungry. And I was like, I'm like, I'm not hungry. I just want to eat food, but it yeah. wasn't because I was hungry. It was because I wanted to eat and it was, it's a weird thing. So it's really good awareness when you do the 72 hour fast because you, or even a 48 hour, um, because you realize that we just eat for the sake of eating. Yeah. There's so much shit we don't need to eat that yeah. we eat. Well, yeah. when you go to the shop, like how much money you save too. Oh. So like post fast, I'll be like real strict on my shopping because I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that. And then, you know, you've saved like 60 bucks off your shopping and you're like, so why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just a little hack that I do, Dan and I do with the um, whole carnivore diet is we go and buy like half a beast. Yes. We grow our beast. Oh, you grow even better. Even better. So like, yeah. So we have cattle on our property and we can do home kills. That is amazing. So, and yeah. So we know exactly what products are on the cattle as well, like in regards to sprays or ear tags. So yeah. we can spray the other cattle that we sell and we can just put ear tags in the cattle that we want to eat mm. so that we're eating spray feed free, free. Yeah. but they've just got the ear tags for the flies. Oh yeah. So yeah. And that's another thing too. Like carnival is great, but if you're not eating good quality meat, then you might as well just go eat shit. Yeah. Because, and then again, the ethical side of it, like I understand why there's vegans and vegetarians. If you see what happens to some cattle in some yeah. places, but if you can go to a good place, like in here in Yandina, we got mountain injury meats. The dude's awesome. He's all about educating people, Jace. And he um, is really big about people eating offal as well. Yeah. And the importance of that in the diet. But he's got people that literally breed cattle for his butcher shop. That's it. Wow. So he's great. able to go out to the farm and see the cows that he's then going to sell to his customers. That's amazing. And that's a huge thing. Like, that's what I love about what you do is like, you care for your cows with love and affection and it's like you give them that great energy whereas like when people just farm yeah. farm animals and like coals and stuff for example they i highly doubt they would look after their uh cattle very well so it's like find yeah. a good butcher find a good butcher yeah. that like a local butcher that you know looks after the animals and feeds them good stuff and looks after them so you know you're getting good food and then a good thing is buy bulk because we end up buying like half a beast for like nine bucks a kilo and you have great cuts of meat for nine dollars a kilo you're yeah. saving so much money we have to we buy one and then like that lasts four or five months and you don't have to go to the shops that often you don't spend much money on other food so it's like yeah it's amazing you save money and the health benefits are absolutely incredible Have you frozen? <laughs> I think Jess is frozen. Yeah. 100%. Oh, there we go. There we go. Got a sniffle still. 
<laughs> yeah, I've frozen a little bit. That's okay. It's I think my phone's about to die because I had it sitting in the sun. Oh, no. Um, Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah. Is that working yeah. now? Cool. Yeah, I just my phone was in the sun and I'm hotspotting oh. off my phone and oh. it got really, really hot. Shit. <laughs> and it's like I just had to take the case off it. It's like boiling. Oh my god, hectic! So I think that's why it, I think that's why it started glitching because yeah. it stopped functioning. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I guess we've addressed a lot today, and everyone listening, I'm sure, has taken a lot away. I just wanted to uh, what What have you got to say? What do you want to share? Like one piece of wisdom or advice or recommendations for everyone listening and watching? Would you like to share with everyone? Oh, I just think that we shouldn't put ourselves in a box, like. There's so many things in life that we limit ourselves with because we just believe that we can't and you don't really know till you try. And the other thing too is like lots of people will go to try something and they realize they actually have to do a little bit of work to get that they want. And so you and I are pretty big on that mantra, do the work, get the results. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely believe that sometimes things are going to get hard. That's the best thing about strength training is if you grind through those last few reps, you're going to complete the set. It's the same thing in life. If you grind through that last little bit, that's real hard and you take it up a level every time you come into the gym, you're definitely going to get the results you want. You're definitely going to be able to progress in your life and everything like that. So I definitely think we need to step outside of our comfort zones. I guess that's a really cheesy catchphrase kind of thing, but we're stepping outside of it and not, yeah. So instead of like going really big, why don't you just chip away at it a little bit every day? and uh, grind that little bit every day, do the work every day. And, you know, like 12 months ago, I couldn't handstand. 12 months ago, I couldn't even get close to 100 kilo back squat. 12 months ago, my business was only making 8K a month. I'm over double that now. Like, you know, and all it's been is being around people who believe I can and showing me that if you just chip away every bit, every day, then, you know, you're going to get what you want out of life. Yeah, that's awesome. And you did make a really good point there. Hang around people who are supportive of where you want to be and encourage you because in life you're going to face so many challenges and you need to step outside your comfort zone. And if if you don't have people around you supporting that, then that's going to make your progress a lot more challenging. Yeah. So the, the bloke that's just passed away that was really close to me, he was one of those guys. So when I first met him, I applied for the job as a club manager, I never managed a gym in my life. And he was like, well, I don't know if I can hire you as the gym manager when I've got like, like people who've done gym managing before applying, but I want to, I want to give you a job because I want you in my business. Sweet. It was like, literally, it was so epic to hear someone say something like that about me because my life had been like proper dirt shit before that. And so I just remember having this six foot tall, nearly gray bloke standing across from me going, you know what? I definitely want you in my business. So I'm going to build a role for you. So he built hours into his business, created a role for me. And within three months, I was a club manager anyway, because the one he hired didn't really work out. Yeah. And, and then from there, like he just continually pushed me. He learned me, taught me to learn about body language, like psychology of sales. We learn about like the green brain and the red brain, emotional, logical brain. He would send me books all the time. Like, um, like the mind chimp and everything like that. Like I read so many books because of him. I went to so many courses because of him. He would literally be like, you know, what's going to drive you today to do this? And I'm like this. And he'd be like, cool, let's make it happen. He just, yeah, taught me 
so much. But if I hadn't had him enter my life and be like, you know what? I see something in you and I need you. And like, I realized that I kind of need someone like him. I probably would not have the life that I have now. I wouldn't own a 28 acre property. I wouldn't have a gym that's about to expand into 400 squares. I wouldn't have the confidence that I have to jump on a, a call with you. I wouldn't have the ability to continually learn. Like I didn't know what I didn't know until he pulled me up on it and called me out on it. And then I was yeah. like, fuck. And now I continually strive to learn something new every day. That's amazing. That's actually, I, that's funny. It, I've got a reminder on my phone at 7 PM every single night. It's like, what did you learn today? And if I have yeah. something for the day, I'll quickly either do a quick little research or I'll look, read a page of my book if I haven't read that day or I'll just learn something new. And I think that's so imp- like so powerful to do because if we don't expand our brain, then we just live our life on repeat doing the same thing every single day. And that's not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so good about juggling and everything else as well. Like exactly, you're doing something new every day or you've learned to go from a tw- two ball throw to three ball throw. Like, yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah, but it's definitely about the support, making sure you have the right support. So after working for Darren and seeing what he's done for people around him, I wanted to create the same space for my clients and my and my team members. So all of my coaches, my goal is for them to leave. If they would ever leave, I want them to have like a super good resume, super well educated, and that they left the best possible version of themselves from my business that they could have been like, you know, always leave better than what they came. That's amazing. That's so amazing. And I think that's really powerful from you as a leader as well. So, that, so thank you for doing what you're doing. Cause uh, oh, thank you. People, more people doing that. Um, okay. So for people who are listening, if they're around the Sunshine Coast area, how can they get in contact with you if they wanted to look into your gym or. Cool. They can Google us. It's just move with two V's. Um, or they can jump on our Facebook. If you just search move AU, um, you'll be able to find us and the same on Instagram as well. It's just move M O V V E. Um, otherwise you can search for me. I'm Jess Rider. So cool. And you're at the strong, what is it? The strong, what, what's the Instagram name? Yeah. Oh, the real strong mum. Strong mum. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, tag you, I'll be tagging you in my posts and stuff. So everyone watching can, um, go and follow you too. Yeah. Cool. That'd be awesome. Awesome, Jess. Well, thank you so much for jumping on. That was really great chat and I'm sure everyone got so much from it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I love it. That's okay. No worries. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I love talking about all this stuff. So I'm on a high. (laughs) Yeah. I'm happy to come back whenever you want. We can talk about other stuff. I'm cool. I'm down. Sounds great, Jess. Thank you so much. Thanks. I will chat to you soon and um, we'll keep in contact. All right. Cool. Thanks. See ya. Bye.